Alright, besties. So, as we all know, piling things in our garage takes little to no work. But decluttering, man, that takes some work. It's kind of like getting everything up in your room. Oh, no, scratch that. Getting everything into your new apartment. You had to climb up the stairs and everything else to get all your stuff in a new apartment. And then you finally get a break. But then you look around and be like, man, now I got to unpack. It's kind of like that. Like, man, putting stuff in your garage a.k.a. your subconscious, your heart, is easy. It don't take no work. You, f- you keep going. You forget about it. But when it's time to really face yourself to declutter it, that is where it gets a little challenging. I just want to ask, like, wouldn't it be so, 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 so nice to, like, not even have to deal with it? Like, to just let it magically disappear or supernaturally go away like i think we'll be good if we could just say one prayer and be like god you know help me clear my garage and then you know he say who thank you child for praying to me that's done we ain't gotta worry about it you know and every time something happened to us we could just go ahead and say god you know this hurt me and then he just take away the hurt but god did not make it like that because how will we even learn? How will we even be able to trust him? How will we even be able to like really know how to get along with people if we can just go ahead and take a magic potion and then everything be 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 done with? That's not realistic, you know? So it would be amazing, but that's just not how it works. Like and since it don't work like that, we gotta go through our process. And you know, processes we we don't like processes y'all I I promise you I started out this thing with God and I was like I hate processes because y'all know like when you on Instagram and stuff you get to see people's highlight reels and then like it's like dang I'm still working on the same thing and it still didn't come out dang everybody seemed like they celebrating but me dang why is it why is it that i'm taking so long on my project and i'm taking so long to get to the place that i want to get to i'm 30 years old i should be married by now and such and, and so on and so forth like we get so fixated on the the prize and then we forget that we have to go through a process. And then we, you know, we get on Instagram or we get on YouTube or whatever or, or see somebody in, in real life. And then it looked like, you know, they didn't take, they took, it took little to no effort, you know, for them to get there. But in reality, they have to go through a process too. And y'all know, whatever comes fast is going to leave fast. Whatever comes slow is going to leave slow. God is trying to build a foundation in his children that go through that process, you know, and the process what we dealing with together, hand in hand with our bestie forever as besties and best stores is decluttering our garage. And the real reality is our garages didn't get cluttered in one day. It didn't get cluttered overnight. So it's not going to get cl- uncluttered or decluttered in one in one day or one night. It's not. There's some things that we packed in our garage so tight that it would take years to get some of that stuff up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like our experiences, our experiences shaped us, you know, 
and it's shaped our mindsets. And we are in the process of unlearning so much when we come to when we come to Jesus. We are unlearning so much, and you know that don't have to be a strenuous process. Decluttering your garage don't have to be a, a strenuous process. It can be, it can be so beautiful because we don't have to declutter alone. Like that's the beauty of it. Like we have an advocate walking hand in hand with us to be able to help us to declutter and the real reality is we not doing too much heavy lifting if anything we carrying the pillow he carrying all the all the um the bed frame and the what else be in the apartment y'all he carrying the light fixtures and everything he carrying all of that you know and all we got to do is walk with him you know, to declutter our garage, but it's not going to take a month. It, it it may not even take a year. Like we so used to instant gratification and we so used to things going fast because of this world has spoiled us. You know, they coming out with stuff where you don't even have to go to the grocery store no more. You don't have to, you don't have to put gas in the car. You just got to charge it. Just so many things that are like really fast, and then we we get to God, or we've been walking with God for so long, and then we feel like, dang, He taking so long. But it's not that He's taking so long, and it it's really, you know, Him taking us through a process, and we don't want to go through the process. So, and you know, the longer the longer you take on your process, God ain't gonna rush you. God ain't gonna. God is not going to rush you, and He's not going to force you into your process. You better ask the children of Israel. I don't know if y'all heard that story of the children of Israel, um, with uh, our cousins, the children of Israel, when they was in the um, they got delivered from Egypt. Moses, y'all heard of Moses, the one God spoke spoke through the burning bush. Him, the one they say they had a stutter. I don't know if that man had a stutter, but you know the him. So God called him to lead the children of Israel out of slavery and deliver them out of Egypt and he, into a land filled with, uh, flowing with milk and honey. But they got out of Egypt and they had God say, "I'm not gonna take them the easy way to Canaan. I'm gonna take them the long way." Cause Canaan, it was it was not far from Egypt. It wasn't it wasn't far. So God took them a long way. Why? Because God said, "I gotta renew their mind." It don't make sense to give them a promise if they gonna come take they gonna take the slavery mindset into this promise when I want them to be free. And how 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 relatable is that? Relatable, not the right word, but how parallel? That's the right word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. How parallel is that to our life? Like we thinking God taking so long, but in reality, he's trying to work a new mindset in us. Jesus didn't set us free. We free from sin. We sit, we free from bondage. We got forgiveness. We've been cleansed by the blood. We've been introduced to the kingdom, but now we are entering through the door, which is him. And now we have to get our, our minds renewed because just like the prodigal son, when he went and he was in that pig pen, he had came back home 
and he thinking he got to be a servant and the father like no you are my you you my you my heir what you talking about you not no you not no servant you my son you you royalty and you know from being out there by the pig pen we've been eating all that slop we got to get our mind renewed by the one and only holy spirit yes so we we can't be like our cousins y'all because our cousins instead of paying attention to what god was doing they was complaining about how long it was taking and talk about we're gonna go back to egypt we're gonna go back to egypt at least we know where onions came from at least we know where cobbler came from i don't know if they had cobbler back then but y'all i don't be cobbler but i don't know why i say cobbler but at least we knew where this and that came from and you know they 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 angered the holy spirit and he just he was like you know what y'all is not even gonna enter and they made I think it was a three-day journey. They turned a three-day journey into a 40-year death sentence, basically. Like, they wasn't going to enter, but their grandchildren was going to enter. I think it's the grandchildren because 40 years is the start of a new generation. So all them people and the children was was going to die. God said, who, y'all? None of y'all, all y'all offspring going to enter. I'm going to bring y'all kids' kids into the promise because y'all complaining too much and y'all keep on saying y'all don't want to trust me then then y'all not gonna get it and y'all better realize that as long as we complain about something and as long as we keep on trying to go back to what was safe in our comfort moments god is gonna sit there and say all right if that's what you want have it you know because god is god is patient but god is also um long suffering do y'all know what long suffering mean long suffering mean okay i'm gonna be i'm we're gonna suffer for a little while we're gonna suffer long but eventually that's gonna come to an end you know it's not forever long suffering i'll suffer long but not forever you know what i'm saying like he not gonna he's not gonna wait forever because literally the power is in us so we got to go through the process of decluttering our garage. All right. So a little bit about me. I'm going to tell you all a little bit about my past. So when I was a little girl, I had got sexually abused. And that was the beginning of my closet being, uh, not my closet, my garage being cluttered. Okay, the a result of that, <laughs> man. Hold on, besties. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't realize how how that was about to affect me. Wow. But okay, l- let me let me keep going. I'm gonna keep this in too, so y'all could really understand the reality of me coming and telling y'all. Like I'm really not here for the fakeness i'm really here for the authenticity and y'all gonna hear the mess ups y'all gonna hear the cracks in my voice y'all gonna hear when i cry y'all gonna hear all of that because we besties around here like we besties okay so like i was saying my garage started working its way up to being cluttered when i was a little girl because i was sexually abused and um you know, when you are sexually abused, you don't, and you are a kid, you don't really know how to deal with those feelings, especially when you haven't said anything to nobody and you just tried to forget what happened to you. Like, 
You know, like when you innocent and you and things happen, you you don't know how to really cope with that. You don't know how to you don't even know how to talk about it for real. You don't you don't know. So different things start to start to um developing you from that hurt. You know, you can turn to food, you can turn to sex, you can turn to people, you can turn to um movies, fantasy, you could turn to anything and um it's a lot and you know every garage started somewhere but mine is I, I it started there and I'm not gonna lie to y'all like I tried to clean my garage I tried to clean my garage um but it was much like when you have a floor that no not even a floor when you got a duster right you got y'all have a dusted and you you get in that that area but you forget to pick up the vase or you forget to pick up the pictures to dust under the pictures so the dust all around the pictures and all the things you got on the table is gone but they still got dust there because you didn't pick up that certain area because you didn't know you had to pick up that certain area. It's much like that. They had a lot of residue on me, but you couldn't see it from far away. You didn't understand it. And you didn't recognize it from far away. Or even if you were close to me, you wasn't paying attention because you could hide. I could hide it with a smile. I could hide it with this. But it was inevitable for that residue to still be there. Because even if you paid attention... Some people wouldn't have got it, but if you would have paid close attention and got close enough, you could see the residue of the prolonged pain that produced that clutter in my life. So, yes. And sometimes we know that the duster didn't get the uh, things under the picture. Sometimes we know. And sometimes we just like, man, I'm not going back over that dust. I just dusted this house. I'm not trying to dust this. This is a big house. Okay, this is a big garage. I'm not trying to dust all that again. Cause do y'all dust in your garage? Is it is is it is is that an appropriate um analogy, dusting? How about sweeping? Let's do sweeping then. You know how you sweep something and you got the dust pan, you know, we ain't talking about vacuuming. We ain't vacuuming yet. We talking about Back in the back in the day, today, cause people still sweep, okay. But when you when you clean up and you got the dustpan and you got the and you got the 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 uh broom. Look at me about to say the sweeper, y'all. The broom and you sweeping and then they always got that little one little line that do not want to get in the dustpan. Like if you don't get in this dustpan, please get in this dustpan. I'm not about to sit here and play with you. And I know I'm not the only one. They got fed up with the line that the line of dirt, and I swept it in the corner. I know, don't leave me hanging, besties. I know for a fact that I'm not the only one that has done that, and that's much like what we do in our life. Like we see the little dirt stains on us, we see the things that the anger, we see the hurt, we see the we see that we have an appetite for sex, we see that we we are um loving being sad, we we are content in depression, we see that we are uh are enabling anxiety we see that we are doing this because we just medicating it we're not we, we're not actually going to the solution we're going to the drink because we think the drink gonna take the pain away and we gotta keep going keep going keep going and we thinking we are cleaning it up 
but we're not. We're just sweeping a little dust line away. And that is us not dealing with the items in our garage. And when you choose not to deal with an issue head on, or you continue to halfway confront it, your, your garage is still not being decluttered. And in that case, it's more like you are accumulating more dust or more dirt because the pile you swiped in the corner, that pile is only going to grow and get bigger and bigger. And just let's just say that pile is, is your pile of anger or your pile of resentment or your pile of rage and bitterness. You know what I'm saying? What if that is the pile that you're sweeping with the the thing you're feeding the thing you're allowing to grow what if that's the pile of dirt what if that's the pile of dirt y'all so how do you recognize what's in your garage in the first place to even start the process well we got to understand what made us place things in our garage anyway you know what made us start putting stuff away what made us start suppressing what made us start overeating what made us start using masturbation and pornography and cutting ourselves oh bestie 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 besties 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 whatever whatever it is we gotta understand what made us put that specific item or those items into our garage and um if you took a look at your garage more than likely you have items of similarity in there items that you know, are basically symptoms or fruits to the roots. So that's what we are going to be using as the start of our process. We're going to be understanding the why behind the items in our garage. Because the items, you know, we've noticed the items. By, by this time, we have noticed what items are in our garage. We've We've seen the items. We've been able to to identify them and not not identify we've been able to play, put our eyes on them we may not be able be able to, we may have not been able to recognize them but we've we put our eyes on them to know like okay every time something don't go my way i get upset you know so now we're gonna track down why do you get upset why why what did that stem from what why do you get upset for not having your way you know so understanding the why or the root goes deeper than the what when you can understand the why you can get to the what is basically like the root and the fruit of a tree when a seed is planted you know what you're gonna get i just planted um okay y'all i planted some sugar baby watermelons this is my second time trying to plant them. And the first time I planted them and then when I transplanted it, the soil um was for <laughs> it was for flowers and not not for fruit and vegetables. Don't judge, but from this this one I I got the I got some worsties and I put it in the ground. So because I put them in the ground and I the seeds were labeled I know exactly what I should get. I know the I know what product I should get. I know what item I should receive. 
it's gonna be sugar baby watermelons because I put the sugar baby watermelons into the ground. But when you have an unlabeled seed, you have no choice but to wait until it grows to actually find out what it is. And sometimes you can't identify a tree without the fruit. But in both cases, you still have to get to the root in order for the fruit to even grow. You have to put it in the ground for it, for the even for it even to grow. And my question is, you know, none too hard. What's the root? What's your root, Bessie? What's the root behind root cause behind why you put those items in your garage? The next step really is really recognizing what's in your garage by examining the pieces that you see and questioning where this came from. You got to get to the root and you got to bring bring them items to God because he's the one that can tell you what happened. You know, we have pieces of our life. Like I told y'all, um, for me getting sexually abused, I I have hurt in my garage, right? And anger in my garage and so many other things. But I wouldn't have known that. Like, I would have known that I was sexually abused because it happened to me. But I wouldn't have known that it was tied to, the anger was tied to that. I wouldn't have known that the the hurt was really tied to that. Because there's other things that happen in our lives. It, it don't have to just be that. It don't. We don't we don't think it's just that one thing, but so many things that happen to us could be from one root. You know what I'm saying? So we got that's why we gotta bring it to God because in real reality, He knows our garage better than us. He created our garage, He created our heart, He created the, our bodies, He created our mind, He created our soul and our spirit. And He was there when the first item was placed in it. Now pause. I don't want y'all thinking that God is a God that just let anything and everything happen to his children. No, he doesn't let anything and everything happen to his children. But God does give man free will. Okay, God has protected you from so much, you know, and if God didn't stop it, God will use it. So either way to cut go. It's going to be worked out for your good if you're loved and called according to his purpose. So don't be mad at God. I know there's a few people on here that have resentment toward God because it's like, you let this happen, God. You let me me be hurt. I'm, I'm walking in depression because of you, because you allow my mom to beat me. You, you, you allow me to be in foster care. You allow me to be made fun of in the, in the cafeteria when I was seven. You allowed that. So now you won't fix me. Now you won't. Now you won't. Um, you want me to declutter my garage? But why you wouldn't? Why you didn't prevent this from being in my garage in the first place? And that's natural, natural human curiosity. But let me tell you, he love you more than you will ever know. And he don't blame him because he's the one that can help you. He gonna help you get out, get get them items out of your garage. And he never, he never intended for you to 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 be that way but things happen sin happen and a result of sin is all kind of stuff a result of rebellion which is sin is all kind of stuff and there's a lot more that could have happened that he prevented you know what i'm saying and he was there 
with you and just as it was um that person who did you something's responsibility not responsibility just like it was that person's um actions that did something you you played the action too you played a part in it too you know a lot of times we can be so caught up in um saying they did it but we forget well I was there you know I'm not talking about when you were little because you you were in the care of somebody else I'm not talking about that I'm talking more on along the lines of um somebody uh, just an example there's many examples but just an example somebody getting a heartbreak and they they you know they got their heartbreak the broken and they're like god you were there you could have said this this and that god probably did say it but we can't blame that person for breaking our heart because we were a willing participant in it too we can't necessarily blame our parent for not spending time with us if we didn't even reach out to them to spend time with us too you know we can't be so quick to point the finger because as i was told when i was younger by my teachers when you point the finger at somebody they are pointing back at you besties prophetically let's do that work quick let's point the finger at something right now i'm pointing at my steering wheel because i'm in my car point at the steering wheel and you'll notice your thumb is up your index finger is pointing but three are pointing back at you so we got to take accountability and face ourselves when it comes to different things and different scenarios and wonder like okay i'm hurt by this person yes they did all this stuff yes they shouldn't have no it's not fair but what part am i playing in this what part did i have to play in this how did i let myself get in this and there's some situations where you where you were where you weren't wrong but most of the time we be putting ourselves in things and we be putting our put things in our own garage when um and be so quick to blame other people but yes um god wants you to declutter your garage so that you can live your life like he wants you to live a life that you love and a life that glorifies him and Today, he wants you to know that as you recognize the items in your garage, you also need to understand that these items don't define you. You don't need to be ashamed of things that are in your garage. Man may look at you like, oh, you going through that? Like they're not going through something. But God is like, come my son, come my daughter. I'm going to walk with you through this. Like, in all your hurt and all your shame, I'm going to walk with you through this. In all your joy, I'm going to walk with you through this. And no matter what type of failing or season or mindset we're in, God is a willing participant to walk with us through our cleanup process. Because in Him, you're new. And I, I, I just want to talk to y'all about that. Because it's, it's a very, it's a paradox. Jesus said, in him, we are new creations. The old has passed away. We are new. And yet, we still got cluttered garages. Go back to the beginning where our garages could have been zapped away. 
But it takes faith to know that, all right, I get to start over with Jesus. And it's so beautiful. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's beautiful. It's so beautiful because we are new, anew in Christ Jesus. The old has passed away. So as we walk with him, we get to look back at the things that are in our garage and walk with him in our newness, in our new perspective. To be able to declutter. Wow, that's so beautiful, y'all. Do y'all understand what that means? Just just I see it in my head. I'm gonna try my best to explain it. If you if you if you couldn't catch it from what my words, sometimes I get so excited, y'all, and my words don't match what I see in my head. So okay. So you're laying down in your bed, but you have an outer body experience and you hand you're walking with Jesus, and Jesus takes you to the garage to your garage and from your new perspective from your new life from your newness you're looking at your old your old your old life and you're like wow this is all the stuff that is in my garage this is a mess you know but Jesus is there to clean up clean it up with you and he's there to, to take you take you back to how you used to how you used to think with your new mind you know he's 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 allowing you to take your new perspective into your old into your old garage. That's a better way to say it. He's 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 allowing you to take your new perspective into your old garage, so you can look back and be like, "Wow, I went through that. I'm still here." You can say that by faith. I'm still here, God. You still preserved me, God. You still was with me after all these items in my garage. After all of this stuff, I'm still here. I'm still here. You know, that's all I'm still here. Somebody got somebody please receive that. I'm still here after all this stuff that I've been through. So yes, you are new in Christ in, in, in Christ Jesus. The old has passed away. You're not defined by that garage. Your identity is not in that garage, but your identity is in Christ. And in him, you're loved. In him, you hold in him you set free you're redeemed from the things that happened to you from the things you have done from the things you have said you're free you're new but you still gotta unclutter that garage because remember you got delivered it's now time to get set free the mind gotta catch up to the spirit the mind gotta catch up to the spirit let me say it again the mind has to catch up to the spirit. Your spirit, man, your spirit is not affected by nothing. It's your mind you got to conquer. Your mind is the thing that is getting getting all this. And that's what your garage is. Your, if you didn't know, your heart is your garage, a.k.a. your subconscious mind. It's that that has to be renewed. So even if... You grew up in a home and you like, I got to get out of here. I'm not coming back. Forget this family. All this. Your mind still got to get renewed. It don't matter how far you didn't move. It don't matter if you move to another country. You live in, you feel like you're living a life. You're never going to be able to escape because your mind has to be renewed. Your physical body is not there. Your soul, your spirit, they're not there. No more. Your body, they're not there in that home no more. But it's your mind that you're going to take with you everywhere you go. And that mind is still, that garage, that mind is still cluttered. And if that mind is still cluttered, then you're in trouble. 
So, yes, besties. <sighs> wow. Is this helping anyone? Am I making sense to the besties in the best stores? Y'all let me know. Because this is helping me too, y'all. This is helping me. And I'm and I'm I'm just bas- bathing in this. I'm basking in it, okay? Because that picture of in fate, I can look at my old self with a new perspective. That's nasty, y'all. Oh my gosh, that is tight, okay? That is really tight. Like, ah, that's called on a spot revelation, if y'all ain't know. Like, what? I could look back at my old life, at my old items, and be able to walk hand-in-hand with my bestie with my new perspective to clean up? For a clean-up woman who is a woman who? Yeah, me. What? Hmm. Y'all don't know nothing about that one, huh? Mm-mm. <laughs> Let's keep going, besties. Y'all know I can I can go all day with with the songs, but let's keep, let's keep going. So they have a lot of um, instances where you know we can recognize an item um, in our garage, and we really think we're a product of that. It would have been too easy for me to think because I was sexually abused that I'm an object. It would have been easy for me to think that, right? Now there were some cases. Where I had some oh really bad thinking, you know what I'm saying? When it come when it came to me, you know, and but it's so easy to think that you that you are that. Like it could have went two ways for me. It could have it could have went multiple ways, but I'm gonna just use two ways. It could have went I'm gonna be overly sexual and be and think I'm an object, or I'm gonna be a, very afraid of sex. And think, I never want to do that again. I never want to allow somebody to, to to be, to touch me again. Even if they're touching me in the right context. Even if it's if I'm in marriage. Even if I'm getting a hug. Even if I'm around men. I just, no, heck no. You know? And um, I was on the side of, I never want somebody to be able to look at me like that again. And it had me very fearful of something that was beautiful. God God gifted us sex. Sex is God's idea. Sex is God's idea. And a container of that is in marriage. But when things are used to taint that image, it's, it's like you, you get a distorted view. And then your garage is all cluttered you know but i could have easily thought i was a product of that because of what happened to me you know i could have said you know that's just how i am I, i that's just how i am i just i just don't you know like we'll start making you know excuses for why we are the way that we are i use me getting sexually abused but what about you like do you have do you get get upset with people very easily and then you just you say, oh, that's just how I am? Or did Big Mama get upset with you and you say, oh, that's just how she is? Or, or you met somebody that was just mean and, you, and then you just thought, man, that's just how they are. No, that's not how they are. That's not how you are. That's not how I am. Because guess what? We were not created that way. Genesis 126 
it's plain as day. It says, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. None of that stuff in our garages with God, with God intended. None of that stuff. None of that stuff is in his image after his likeness. Okay? All right? No. No. That stuff that you are experiencing is a product of your garage or a fruit that's some of something that happened to you before. It may not even been in childhood. It may not have been in childhood, but it could have happened last month to you, last week. And you're wondering why I'm acting like this. Why is this affecting me? Something that happened last week to you triggered you. to. So you got to go back and say, well, where did this stem from? Whatever that is for you, like anger was one of mine. I got to ask, well... What is the a- anger is the byproduct of something? It's not the original item. This is a stem. This is a fruit. What's the root of this? What's the root of this? So, Bestie, if you're able to recognize an item in your garage, you got to do some questioning. You got to ask yourself, okay, well, why am I like this? Or, um, what caused this? Am I retaliating on what just happened or did this tap on an old wound that is that was not healed um and you gotta answer this with god i know a lot of people are advocates for counseling great counseling is great but it does not take the place of jehovah in your life that counselor is only a resource the counselor is not the source. Your friends, that's a resource, if that's your friends, not a source. Your parents, they are resources, not the source. You have to go to your maker, your manufacturer, the one who created you in his image after his likeness so that you can be free, so that you can answer these questions with him. Not all easy. No, ain't nothing easy. Ain't nothing worth having is worth is, is is easy. Nothing. And the question is, do you want freedom or do you want to be like our cousins? We're saying, oh well, at least we knew where onions came from. Let me go back to slavery. It's too hard doing this. It's too hard. Just see, that's this. It is not easy. <laughs> coming on here talking to y'all okay it's not it's not easy for me to 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 come on here and talk to y'all because y'all just don't know y'all just don't know that's why i said i'm not gonna edit a whole lot because i want y'all to see it's not what it's not easy i trip up on my words i try to come up with um Words for what I'm seeing in my mind that God is showing me. And that's not easy. That's not easy, y'all. That's not easy at all. And nothing in life is easy. Nothing. Ain't nothing about to be handed to us. We got to work. We got to work in the... And we got to work in, and believe and have faith that we can. Because of what he said. So, yes, besties. 
getting to the root of why a certain item is in your garage. That is what you are doing for this podcast. Okay. Um, and I need y'all to know that you are not what's in your garage. That is not who you are. Basing yourself is all about recognizing who you are is separated from what you do or what was done to you. I want to tell you that your garage is going to be decluttered if you keep going. And you will become your authentic self in the name of Jesus. The items that you recognize, they're not going to define you. And you want to begin to see yourself as, as God sees you. Loved, chosen, set apart. Holy and without fault, the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower, more than a conqueror, wanted, a masterpiece, fearfully and wonderfully made, the salt of the earth, the light of the world, royalty, an heir, fully known, fully understood, a royal priesthood, prophet of the nations. You will be everything that God has set out for you to be. You will, you will, you will. So I encourage you to take a look at your items. Some items could be low self-esteem, overworking, gossip, abusive relationships, negative self-talk, judgment, jealousy, um, covetousness, sexual promiscuity, pride. And so many other things, overeating. And to all these items, there are root causes of them. There's a reason why you started and you fell into the pattern that you fell into. There's a reason. You didn't just wake up one day and say, Up, I think I'm going to overeat today. Up, I'm going to be sexual promiscuous. Is that the word? I'm going to be, I'm going to be sexual today extremely sexual i'm not i'm going to have sex with everybody today i'm going to jump bed to bed i'm going to be bitter today you didn't you didn't get up and say you didn't get up and say that you didn't decide that's what you was going to do no you you did it one time to get over the feelings to 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 stop feeling bad about yourself and then you did it again and and again and again until that was used as a habit that formed a habit of you doing it um and i don't want you to have no shame because there's no condemnation for those who belong to christ you don't have to be ashamed of anything that you're doing anything okay but you didn't just start that there's a root behind that fruit and All I'm requiring you to do, or God was requiring you to do for this podcast is to take the next step, which is to recognize one item, just one, one item in your garage and um, go through the process to be able to recognize this item. It's going to take some self-awareness. It's going to take some yes, lords. Because God is going to point out the item to you. He's going to 
illuminate that item so that you can be aware of it so that you can give it back to him. So it's going to take some, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And it's going to take some self-awareness and some acceptance of self to be able to go forth in this process. Um, So, yeah, y'all don't have to worry. Y'all don't have to be ashamed because God loves you right now, right where you are. Um, if y'all heard the song Jaru, y'all know about Maverick City. The very first lines of that song is, I'll never be more loved than I, than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up so there's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. And that's so true. God loves you before the foundations of this world. And when you were sinners, he died for you. He died for you so that you can declutter your garage. He died for you to declutter your garage so that you could take your rightful place as heir. Not in heaven, but here on this earth. Right where you are, you are a citizen of heaven. Right where you are, you have dominion. Right where you are, you are a king and a priest. Right where you are, you are a holy nation right now. Besties, best doors, you are loved right now. You are chosen right now. You are set apart right now. You are holy. You're set apart. That's all holy means. Holy is not no, 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 what they may holy look like. That's not holy. Holy is what you are because you're set apart to be God's. You're God's chosen vessel, chosen instruments. You're his special possession, right? Now, even in the midst of you going through the process of decluttering your garage. Okay? Um, He walking hand in hand with you in this second step, cheering you on. So remember, you're not alone. You're not alone. For those of you who um, may have stumbled across this podcast and this is your first time listening... We actually have a podcast before this in our Facing Yourself series, and it's called um, Decluttering Your Garage. That's the title of it. And um, the first step was to acknowledge that you have a garage or to take a look at your garage. Some people need to acknowledge that they have a garage because they have been denying that they have a garage. They've been thinking that something is wrong with everyone else and nothing is wrong with them. And for the people who know that, you know they have they have things to work on their their first step was to take a look at the garage just open a door just look at it you know and if you are just tuning in i would like you to go and listen to that podcast first and then do the first step and then come back to do this this step and for those of you who just did not do the first step i encourage you to take the first step before you take the second step because you need to take the first step. That's just like climbing stairs. You can't step on the last step before you step on the first step. Okay? So, um, don't rush, y'all. This is a process. It's a beautiful process, and it's very important because in order to get to where we're going with God, we have to be content where we are. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey, and it's a beautiful one that we get to walk hand in hand together with our bestie forever and with our bestie forever and each other y'all know y'all y'all know y'all um y'all girl is going through it too she is facing herself too okay 
So don't ever think y'all alone. They got so many besties from around the world that are facing themselves. So many of y'all are tuning into this series and allowing God to open up your heart and do surgery. Like, that's beautiful. Like, your mind, your subconscious mind will only be able to speak the words of God. It will only be able to know who you are, your authentic self. That's the only thing the record will be playing in your mind. There, there's someday where you're not even going to be begin to look at those items the same. Y'all, man, that revelation did it for me. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but that revelation that that Holy Spirit dropped this this day when He said, "Baby." You're going to be so free. You're going to be walking hand in hand with me. And we're going to be looking at your garage. And you're going to be looking at it from a new perspective. Because you are new in Christ Jesus. Y'all that took the cake. And I could have just said you know what. We done. That was beautiful. But yes. Go step by step. Sometimes it's very hard to face the fact. Of what happened. And. Majority of the time. We begin to relive what happened when we face it. And we we thought, you know, we think we're strong sometimes, but we need somebody stronger to be able to hold us up. And we can't rush through this. So the pace is going to be real slow. Um, we got to tread lightly when we're facing ourselves because we... We we it's like it's like slow cooking food. Y'all know when you just saute and stuff and it's all fast and stuff. It it be all right. It be okay. But when you slow cook something, baby, all the flavors and the juices getting that getting that um food and all the seasons seasonings come together and it just tastes immaculate. Okay, it's like that. Each item don't bring too many items. We started with one. And we're going to work on that. Do the process of one. And then we're going to be able to bring bring more to him. You know? But we start off with one and we're going slow. So please don't rush besties. Okay? Um, I will seal this with a prayer. So Father God, I thank you for this message of recognizing what's in our garage thank you that you love us so much that you want us to recognize what is in our garage you want to you want us to you want to make us aware of what's in our garage from our new perspective thank you god that you've even given us a new perspective thank you that we are anew in christ jesus and we get to walk with you um, before we were walking alone, piling things into our garage, but now we get to walk and retrace our steps with you. So the, so the, so the, the impact won't be as hard as it was the very first time. Lord, help us to not push our dust lines into the, to the corner, forming new piles, but help us to sweep all of it, taking our time, sweep up, sweep up all the dirt in the dust lines, Lord God, so that we can actually be free and actually clear our garages god i thank you for every bestie and every best door who is listening and i ask you lord god to cover them each mind body spirit and soul and i ask you god 
to renew each mind as they come to you, Father. Help them along their individual processes, Lord God. Um, and help them to be able to see who they actually are so that they may fight against who they are not. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Besties, best stars, remember that you are destined to win because he got up. I'll see y'all in the next podcast. Peace.